0: We begin our homily today, Bishop Favre has written a letter that he had asked to be read at every Mass in the Diocese today, so I'm going to start by reading most of the letter and then we'll kind of, I'll move on from the homily from there. So it says, to my dear people of God in the Diocese of Homo peace be with you. The onset of the worldwide concerns surrounding the COVID pandemic, our civil leaders encouraged all sectors of our society to respond with significant measures in order to ensure the minimization of the spread of the virus and mitigate its effects on all of humanity. As a result, strict regulations pertaining to all forms of public gatherings were implemented. As your shepherd and pastor, I was mindful of the health and safety of all, and out of a sincere concern for the well-being of all, I made the difficult decision to suspend the in-person celebration of mass. Consequently, I chose to dispense us from the obligation to participate in mass on Sundays. I remain grateful to our priests for their commitment to ministering to you, even in such challenging circumstances. Over the course of the pandemic year, eventually we began to steadily reopen our church doors and allow the faithful to return to participation at mass in person, even with restrictions. At the same time, our civil leaders dedicated their time and efforts to finding ways to counter the pandemic and diminish the spread of the virus. I have also begun to see with joy the steady increase of the number of people attending Sunday Mass. In a spirit of joy, this has led led me to discern that we have come to a point where our church community ought to come together and return to the weekly celebration of Sunday Mass. Over the past year, I have witnessed the challenge it has been to remain focused on our spiritual lives when the Eucharist is absent. Indeed, it is in Jesus that we draw our greatest strength and our deepest blessings. And Jesus is truly present in the most holy Eucharist. The Eucharist is Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity. And thus I firmly believe that as have, that has been done in other dioceses in our state and around the country, we have arrived at a time when we should once again enjoin everyone to remember that the Eucharist is at the heart of our faith. For these reasons, I have decided to reinstate the obligation to participate in Mass on Sundays and other Holy Days of Obligation. This reinstatement statement will take place on the weekend when we celebrate the solemnity of the Assumption of Mary, August 14th and 15th. Beginning with this celebration, Catholics throughout our dioceses are invited and obligated to attend the weekly celebration of Sunday Mass. Please hear me. Your spiritual health and relationship with God is the most important thing to me and my ministry as your bishop. I want you to know Jesus I want you to encounter him at Mass, in his word and in the Eucharist. I want you to be close to him. I know that many of us have already returned to Sunday Mass, and I am deeply grateful for your faith and your commitment to God and to your parish communities. I am also aware that there are those who are homebound, elderly, ill, or who have compromised immune systems, or who continue to refrain from leisure activities, social contacts, and other forms of gatherings due to health concerns, are concerned with regard to the virus. The Church, in her wisdom and love, has always excused the faithful who find themselves in these situations from the obligation to attend Mass on Sundays and other holy days. If you are one of these faithful, you are certainly excused from this obligation. Be assured of my prayers for you. You are never forgotten. You always receive special remembrance in my prayer. I assure that many of us may have questions regarding the obligation to attend Sunday Mass, and to that end, we have created a library of resources to help us understand the gift of the Mass and why the Church so fervently asks us to attend Mass every Sunday. These resources can be found on our diocesan website. As we prepare for this significant transition in our liturgical life as a Christian family, I encourage you to take heart in the words of Mary. God has truly come to our help. He continues to come to our help, most especially through his Son, Jesus Christ, present in the Eucharist. May God's grace and God's peace be with you. Please pray for me and be assured of my prayers for you. And it's signed, Bishop Shelton Fogg. So I think it's very providential that as we begin as an entire diocese to focus on the importance of the Eucharist, and the importance of Mass in our life as Catholics and our life as Christians, that our our readings today are very perfectly geared to that. If you paid attention, you know that every year we work through basically the Gospels, through through our celebration of Mass. We hear moving through various uh, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and this year we're in Mark, kind of working slowly through the, the Gospel of Mark. But if you notice today, our Gospel wasn't from Mark. It's from John. So every year at this time, for the next five weeks, we're going to focus all of our gospel readings on John chapter 6, which is specifically the, 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 the most detailed exposition that Jesus gives to us on the Eucharist. Why the Eucharist is important and why it truly is his body and blood that he gives to us. We heard today at the beginning of that as Jesus does this multiplication of the loaves, this miracle where he has this crowd that's following him. And this crowd is following Jesus and we see um, they're following him because there's something about him that, he can, that, that continues to, to draw them closer to him. They're, they're intrigued. They see the things that he's doing. And I think, although they wouldn't be able to, to say that themselves, um, that the people, they have a hunger. And something about Jesus is drawing them closer to him. And Jesus lifts up for them this hunger that they have. And Jesus, in the gospel to these people, shows them that he is the only one, he is the only one who is able to truly satisfy that hunger that they have in their hearts. And not just the physical hunger, like Jesus feeds them and he keeps working these miracles, but they continue to follow the Lord because there's something deeper there. There's a deeper longing in their heart that Jesus is trying to show them, I am the one who can satisfy that hunger. when you encounter brokenness in your life, when you encounter brokenness in your hearts and in your relationships, like, I am the one who is able to bring peace to that. And I am the only one who is able to fulfill and to satisfy that desire. And I think that we aren't very different from the people who were following Jesus 2,000 years ago. We all have deep longings of our hearts. We're honest with ourselves. And if we put away all the distractions, put away all the noise, all the things that we, that we try to fill our life with to block out that hunger, to keep it at bay. Every single one of us can say that we have that same longing. We all experience brokenness in our life. We all experience hurt in our life. We all desire healing. We all desire to be made whole by the Lord. We all desire to live in the peace of being loved and to know that like, there is someone who is with me in the midst of all that brokenness. We want to know that there's someone who can, in fact, satisfy that hunger. That's what brings us to God, I think. That's what brings me to God. That's what brings us to Mass. Right now, you heard in the letter, the obligation is going to be reinstated in a month or in three weeks. We're here today because we have a desire to be here. We recognize that we have something in our heart that we can't fill. I can't satisfy every desire. There's got to be someone who can. And I come here week after week, maybe even day after day, asking God, like, God, I know that you are the only one who can feed me, and I desire to have you feed me. I want you to speak to these things that are going on in my heart. That's what brings us here today. And Jesus, back then, tells us the same thing today. Jesus tells those people the very same thing that he tells to every single one of us today. Jesus comes with this desire to feed us, not just in the, in the abstract sense he wants to feed all of us, like Jesus knew that every single one of us was going to be in this church today. He knows what's on our hearts right now, and Jesus has the burning desire to speak to whatever it is that's on your heart, most prominently today, whatever it is that brings you to continually see God, even if it's imperfectly even if it's sporadically, he knows what's on your heart. And he says to us today, just like he shows the people in the gospel, I want to, to feed you. I want to bring you satisfaction. I want to bring peace to that longing of your heart today. Jesus is going to work a miracle today, just like he worked a miracle 2,000 years ago, to feed us, not just in a bodily way, but to feed our soul to feed that longing of our hearts, that same miracle and, and abundance of bread. He's using bread today to show us, I want to feed you, not just with bread, but I, I want to feed you with myself. I want to be with you in the midst of whatever it is that's going on in your heart right now that brought you to Mass today, even if we don't even realize it. St. John, who wrote the Gospel today, was very intentional about the words that he used because he saw what Jesus wanted to do. He used certain words that's going to hearken the, the people who hear this gospel forward to the Last Supper. Just as the people reclined on the mountain, just as the apostles reclined around table. Jesus took the bread, he gave thanks, he blessed it, he broke it, he gave it to the people. Just like you're going to hear all of those words in about ten minutes. He wants to draw the connection that what's happening in the gospel today is foreshadowing the very thing that's going to happen now. Jesus feeding us not just with bread, but Jesus feeding us with his very self. The Eucharist, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus is what makes us different than everybody else. Because it's Jesus Christ who comes into this place, into this church, right now on this altar. Because he, because he knew that you would be here, he waited for you, and he desires to come into your heart and into your body to unite himself fully to you. Coming to Mass today, coming to Mass every whenever, is more than anything about encountering the person of Jesus Christ who is waiting for every single one of us and desires to speak to whatever is going on in our hearts. It's about that encounter with the Lord. To encounter the one who desires to give himself for you. That's why the church even has a Sunday obligation. Not because like she likes to tell us what to do. Not because she wants your money. Not because of anything that we're going to hear. Like this is all what the human institution of the church does. The obligation exists because there is one way to eternal life. That's Jesus Christ. There is no other way to eternal life but through him. We can, literally cannot live without the gift of Jesus Christ in our lives. And this is the place, more than anywhere else, that we encounter Jesus, that we receive him into our bodies, that he says to you and to me every time we come to Mass, every time we receive him, I love you, I choose you, and I want to live with you forever. We can't live without that. We cannot experience eternal life without the grace of Jesus Christ. That's why, this, that's why the church, that's why the mass, that's why everything is so important, because it's founded on our, our relationship with him. It opens our hearts to receive him into our lives in a very real and a very concrete way. And that might seem hard to like actually like wrap our heads around. It might seem hard to believe. I might not feel worthy of that. I might feel like I, I continue to try that and Jesus isn't speaking to me. Jesus isn't there. God, where are you? Like, what is happening like, why can't, why, why doesn't all these things that sound so good never seem to actually pan out in my life? If it's hard to accept that, I invite you to stay there. If I don't feel Jesus working in my life when I come to Mass, I invite you to tell him that. I invite you to open up your heart to the little bit of faith. As we continue to unpack it, just in Mass over the next five weeks, we're going to hear just how much Jesus desires us to receive this bread of life. All the apostles thought, I do, we just have five loaves and two fish. God has a particular skill with doing a lot with a little. He can take what little bit that we offer him and can do more than we can ever hope to ask or imagine. That mustard seed of faith is able to grow into the biggest of trees. But it just takes that little step, that little mustard seed of faith. So we celebrate Mass today as you receive Jesus in the Eucharist. And invite you to just intentionally hear the words that he says to you. Like, I will be with you always. And I want to be with you so much that I'm, I'm coming into your very body, into your soul, into the depths of your heart. Not just here, and I'm going to come out with you everywhere. Take a step of faith today to believe that that might actually be true, that God might actually desire you with that depth of love. Just take some mustard seed, that little five loaves and two fifths that seemed so insignificant, did so much in faith with the Lord. I invite you to take that step of faith today, open your heart just a little bit to allow Jesus to speak to you in a new way through this gift that we're about to receive.